What's up, Alan? Hello. You're in Lancaster? Yeah, I came back in yesterday, but I was like traveling for like 12 hours. So like, cause I, I had to like fucking catch a, I left the hotel at like 9.45. Flight left at like 1.15 cause it got pushed back. Flew to New York, had to go from the airport to get my car then drive to Lancaster. So it's like, it was just like 12 hours of traveling. I'm just like, I don't feel like doing anything. Property box. Bonics. In here. Uh, proper Bonics, episode 200. We made it. Uh, finally, milestone episode. That's, this, is, this, is, this is 120. 120. Is this 120? Am I right, Bruce Pat? It's probably like either that's, 120 or like 118. 115? Wow. Really? That's, imagine how I feel. I was completely off. What were you going to say? By, I thought it was episode 200, man. No, you, you didn't really think that. I had a banner ready and everything. I was going to suggest Pat play the episode 200 music. And in fact, Pat, if you could still play the music, <laughs> sent it like an hour prior. Right. Um, but that's fine. Episode 115. That's that's pretty good as well. Um, yeah, man, you had uh, you had quite the week. I was I was following uh, your stories and such. And uh, I felt like a, a proud step cousin. Uh, <laughs> step, step cousin. I don't think I ever heard that term. <laughs> yeah it's uh not a lot of us exist but uh we're out here right yeah man i was at the uh american black film festival in miami um i don't even know how to explain how dope it like it was it literally pretty sure is the best comedy experience of my life so far nice. like it was, the people i met the the wise words the they had like panels of people in the field of film and television and comedy like discussing everything like from uh, trials and tribulations to just er just everything you know what I mean so it was like a whole week of and it was in, in Miami so it's kind of like you know what I mean like how because I knew before they, they had like the selection process like how would about how many comics that were like in your position were there like I know they had a bunch of people that were like on the panel um, and that you got to like speak with and all that, but how many were kind of like in the same boat as you? Five. So it was five of us total. Oh man, that's bonkers. Yeah, Damn. that's wild, man. <laughs> it was five. It was five of us. But how I got this is because I don't know if you remember last year I went to LA, right, to do the the, the competition, mm. and part of the winnings, the five finalists got this trip to Miami for the festival. You know what I mean? <sighs> so like, yeah, that was. Go Take ahead, us man. from the beginning, man. Like, so how, so like, we, you're finalists in this. You're, they set you up for this trip. Now, they, is it all inclusive? Are they paying for the flight? They, tell us a little bit about this, man. I'm curious. Man, I ain't spent a dime. I ain't spent oh, a dime. Man. They sent the, I just posted like a little vlog earlier today. You probably didn't see it yet. You were, oh, working. no, I saw it. Oh, yeah. Saw they... cousin. Trust me, I saw it. I was prompting you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, uh, no, they sent like car service to pick us up from the house to take us to the airport, all paid for. Um, we get to Miami, another car service waiting there with their, with my name on it on a little board, Alan Massenburg. I'm like, oh, this is amazing! I made it. <laughs> so 
we get from the so they, they they pay for us to get from the hotel. So they pay for the hotel. You know what I mean? Um, they gave it was kind of crazy. Gave me a daily per diem. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, man. I didn't have to spend a dime. Like it's amazing. Like <laughs> how did how did it feel? Uh, one coming down from the hotel after that crazy view, and then being on a red carpet. How did it feel being on a red carpet? Now? Man, the red. I wasn't. I don't think I knew it was gonna be a red carpet. Like I would have like had a better outfit. <laughs> huh. like, like I was cool, you know, you know me. Like I'm not like a dressy, dressy person. So I had did my thing, you know what I mean? Because I was because I, I planned on actually wearing that outfit the night I performed. Okay. That was my plan. I was like, yo, I'm gonna wear this night I perform and I'm gonna kill it. But then it was like, yo, it's gonna be a red carpet. I was like, good thing I bought my shoes. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the alternative to your shoes? Sneakers? Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was gonna be barefoot. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, man, you're really going casual in this one. Be, be in my socks. No, but uh, being man, the red carpet was crazy. Like, it was, I was, I was, I'm not saying I was nervous, but I didn't know what to do. Like, mm. I was like, they was like, all right, stand here, take take these pictures. I was like, all right. Uh, like, <laughs> I wasn't sure what to do. Then Getty Images was there. Damn. So you, I got Getty Images, bro. You're in like, a Getty catalog. Yeah, like, you can Google that. You know what I mean? Like it's damn. At first, at first though, the the Getty images because they're already online, and they like put them online like the next day. They don't play around. But when I had went to find my pictures, they had my name wrong. They had it as another comedian. Oh. They had it as my homie Mar- Marshall. It's like they said, uh, comedian Marshall Brandon. And it's just me there like this. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, that's not Marshall. <laughs> Somehow that's better than them misspelling your name. Like that's like, oh, there must have been some sort of error in this where we just like misalign the comics versus like Alan Masson baby. Like that would have been, I feel like that's for some reason insulting. Whereas the other things there, that's a slip up. I've heard of Masson burger. I heard Masson turd. I've heard molasses burger. I've never heard Masson baby. Masson baby. Yeah. That's a, uh, I was going to go with Masson burger, but yeah, Masson baby. I was like, this, this fits. This seems like Getty image thing. Uh, Getty Masson Is that a, that could possibly be uh, on the lineup next. Masson Getty. Um, I think I think I'd, I'd rather have it the wrong name. I'd rather have it mis, misspelled than the wrong name. <laughs> you just easily. repping your friend like this, like ah. She's easily easily because like, what if someone like seen it and was like, oh, that's the guy I want to get in contact with, and then they're like trying to get in contact with Marshall Brandon. They're like, no, I'm I'm Alan Masson Masson Getty. Like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but it's crazy. Though. The next day, I went back on it, and it was changed. It was changed to the right name. Did you make any action? Like, did you call anyone? Nope. Or, uh-huh. That was that's the reason I went on there. I went on there to try to find somebody to email or something, and it was already changed. I'm like, oh, that works. Damn. Yeah. The power so, right there. <laughs> that's true black power. Right. You know what I mean? So it was uh yeah, man. Did the red carpet, took pictures with like so many dope people. Um did you meet Seal? Was Seal there? Seal was not there. Okay. Um, dude, I met uh, oh, you know Ida Rodriguez. Ida Rodriguez. Ida Rodriguez. Not great with names, but remind who that is. Ida Rodriguez, dope comedian. Man, she did Tiffany Haddish's Day Ready special on Netflix. She has her own HBO uh, Max special. Nice. She she was the host. So 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 let me just tell you this. So there was a so I was there, got there on Tuesday. Friday night was the performance. Like my my performance, like us five, we're all going to do our things. And Ida Rodriguez is going to be the host. So she was she was there, and she also 
had a, a, a night book at the Miami Improv that was just like nothing to do with the festival, but just booked it because I'm pretty sure she's going to be here when I, she booked Night at the Improv, the headline. Right. She invited all of us to do guest spots. What? Yeah. So we got to like do the improv the night before our film festival um, performance. Yeah. It was it was like, I it was perfect. Like I needed that. You know what I mean? I'm for, yeah. And I told her I'm forever grateful. Like I'm forever grateful. She didn't have to do that. She was so kind and generous. You know what I mean? Like. It was just awesome, man. People are confident. They're going to give it back. Yeah, man. It was. And you know what? You know what's crazy? Like a lot of fields, people always talk about like veterans in the fields. They'd be like hating and just don't be trying to show love. I find that to be the thing with the new comedians. Like hmm. the old heads that I know that have been in the game for 15 plus, they've always show love. Like I've never had a veteran comedian like like shit on me. And I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, hmm. Yeah, that's I've, I don't really bump into that that often where people are I feel like a lot of times it's like whatever you put out there to like people reciprocate the same type of uh, uh, lack of better words energy that you put out. Right. Um, I could see that a little bit of like I think when you're newer, there's a, a little bit of a competitive element to it uh, yeah. that maybe kind of washes away after a while. But I, I do notice that a little bit more with uh, the newer comics. Yeah, I, I think you say like you said, it's a competitive and like when I was new, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna say I was I was more competitive. I was more judgy. I was more I communicate I over communicated my thoughts when I was younger in the game. Like I would always like go online and like say like these not racy, but like I would always make these like stirring the pot points. You know what uh-huh. I mean? And like super hot takes. Yeah, the hottest <laughs> of the hot takes. You, Boy, I think that. you, you know what I'm saying? Like I would, I would have a lot to. But now I don't really. I just tell jokes. Like, I don't really, like, say... None of that matters. I realize it now. None of that matters. Just tell jokes and be funny. That's it. Oh. Is this why we don't see as many cardboard signs? I feel like the cardboard signs were kind of like a hotbed for the boiling hot messages. Eric, that's, <laughs> that's a, I, I, the cardboard signs, you know they stole my idea, man. No, I know. Yeah. That's I'm telling you, when I do my Breakfast Club interview, I'm going to talk about that. How they stole... Yeah my idea and they ran with it they, they've taken it to heights that i couldn't imagine you know they have a whole cardboard sign game at target it's ridiculous you know but uh it is cardboard what it is signs monopoly. it's ridiculous man but like like i like like i was like i know those like the cardboard sign thing that's all that they have like they're not at the red carpet they're not telling jokes so like they can't take that whatever that's not i don't want to be famous mm. for i want to get booked because i write in cardboard so i want to get booked for being a funny comedian on stage that's just, so I think I had that. Mm, evolution, maturity. Yeah, yeah man. That's a, uh, I, I do like that you got uh, a rep in before like the big show. I'm curious about the big show, uh, but getting that rep in, it's like when you do a weekend somewhere and like you have like Friday, which obviously is like part of the show, but it's nice having like, or even just like show one, show two on the same night. It's like show one, obviously, you know, you want it to go well, it going well, that's great. Yeah. But it's almost always the case where a second show goes better. Because it's like, oh, okay, I just did this. Just yeah, yeah. did this sort of thing. Uh, yeah, I imagine, sure. was that the case with this one? Yeah, like, I literally, the only night I had free was Tuesday nights. I was trying, just the night we got there, and I was trying to get on something to practice for Friday. I couldn't. Um, so when she said that we could open up for her on Thursday, and, like, everybody at the festival was, like, aware of it. It was like, yes, the comedians are going with Ida to her show. And it was, like, a thing. And they, like, 
got us a car and took us there. You know what I mean? Like, huh. so it was like, that was, per- like, there was like one joke I wanted to do that I've been working on. I've been working on because I wanted, I knew I wanted to do it. It's a whole reparations thing. And I'm at the Black Film Festival. I want to whip this joke out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I want, but I was, I got the opportunity that Thursday to like make sure it was right. And it, and it was on Friday, you know? So that, that like you said, that first rep is, is, is important because like you said, when you do a Friday and a Saturday show back, the, the second show is always better because you're just ready. You got it it's down pat. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's like, uh, I don't know. I was about to say it's like, it's like free throw shooting. After your first shot, you may, uh-huh. but it's stupid. That was, just, you know, it's, it's I'm just missing good to have that rep. shot 30. <laughs> <laughs> I will make shot 27 through 29 and then miss <laughs> shot 30 through shot 46. Right. So yeah. I could see how you, uh, recalculated that one on the fly. I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think about how many people were at the. It looked packed, like balcony packed. Yeah, balcony packed, bro. That was wild. It was, uh, we was guessing four, five hundred. You were guessing. Hmm. I'm not sure. I should look up to see how many seats the venue holds because it might have been like 20 empty seats. You know what I mean? Like, mm, one of the bigger. Like, is this the biggest crowd you performed for? I think so, because we were trying to figure it out. And I think this is the biggest. Yeah. I can't think of anything bigger. Yeah. It's a cool feeling. Yeah, man. It was it was crazy, Kirk. Like, this is, I was, like, bottled up for, like, a month trying to, like, get it right, do shows, get it down. I was just preparing for this. Like, we talked about it before. When you have a goal, it, like, or, or, or a time frame, it, like, forces you to, get it right for that because when you don't you just kind of just like i'll get it done or whatever yeah but you know everything having this time frame this deadline perfect for me because i I probably had the best 13 minutes out of my life like it was Mm. bro it was from start to finish like it was I, I was so good when I like I said my name's Alan Massenberg and as I was walking I just yelled I was like ah like I could I couldn't <laughs> hold it but like, I couldn't hold it like <laughs> I'm picturing like a Howard Dean situation <laughs> my name's Alan Massenberg gosh <laughs> it was just like this pent up energy and it was like finally like over you know what yeah. I mean so I just like. It was even worse when I got backstage. I was like, let's fucking go. <laughs> Damn. That's like the joys of Christmas right there. Oh, you don't understand, man. I, uh, I'll just tell you. I was crying so much leading up. Like, Tuesday to Friday, though, I might have cried like seven times. Like, In what sort of way? Like, for what reasons? Just like tears of joy, tears of like, it's really about to be something like if I do what I got to do, which I know I can, like, it wasn't even like nerves. You know what I mean? It was just like, uh-huh. yo man, for the last seven years, almost seven years, for the last almost seven years, everything that I've been doing got me here and I'm about to crush it. Like, and it was just like, oh, I was just so happy. You know what Very I mean? Good. So, man, I was just like sitting on the balcony, just like drinking the beers and tears. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> tears of a Heineken. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> Nah, man. Well, I'm happy for you. Happy it was a good experience and such. Uh, I'm glad flights uh, seemingly went smooth. Hearing a bunch of things about flights get, uh, getting canceled left and right. I'm about to get yeah. on a plane to Denver uh, for a work event. Uh, mm. And I'm like, I don't know if this is going to happen. <laughs> this is Where are you going? 
uh it's denver where's the spot it's like near like the the headquarters of undisclosed uh company that kirk works with um so uh rei uh so yeah i'll be going to rei uh and yeah that should be cool i've been to denver before uh for a work thing and it's always been a cool spot this one it's literally one day so there's a whereas before it's usually like oh you go out there for like two or three days but it's literally just one day have like this huge event and then come back the next day um so we'll see we'll see how how it goes overall i'm excited had first day back in the office like the pandemic yeah well i I went in like when my power was out because like the storm and all that when it was like empty which is nice if you haven't had a whole building to yourself uh (laughs) i recommend it um find your way to sneak into a home depot in the middle of the night and you'll know what i'm talking about um but this is the first time where it's like the team has come back see some people um there's this idea that like you have to kind of like get back into the idea of like socializing Mm -hmm. um but i think because i've been kind of wilding for the last two years between like mike's shows and just doing comedy yeah there's like oh yeah i know i know i do this i get it's different with work (laughs) It's a little bit different with work. Like yeah. socializing at work is a bit different from like you have to have some element of reservation. Um, but overall, it was it was actually a nice experience. So uh, shouts to coworkers and such because uh, it was cool seeing them. Why only one day? Yeah, it's like they're they're still working like a hybrid schedule. So it's like some of uh, some departments come in like on like Mondays or whatever. Some departments will come in on just one. So we're just in on like Wednesdays, uh, just kind of like chilling. Yeah. uh so yeah it, it was it wasn't bad it was a uh, shaking hands people asking beforehand like can i hug you and i was like yes yes you may yeah which have been wild have been like yes to some and then no to others that would have yeah. really like <laughs> wielded some weird power of like no no i'm not very comfortable with the hugs uh no not so much oh what's up marcus <laughs> <And just> like, <laughs> hey you let you got coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> where's your mask right um, yeah no mask nothing like that so yeah that, that was a decent one that was a that's been my uh for most of my week has been that uh prepping up for work and the apartments of my roommate is moving out this week uh you can't see in front of me right now but uh uh your boy got a got a tv stand for uh 50 and uh he uh overpaid it a little bit he definitely overpaid a little bit off the facebook market but uh overall it's a nice <laughs> tv stand uh so prepping up for that and rearranging couches and such that's been that's been a bulk of my week so you, you got you got uh ripped off on facebook market that's like the easiest place to get a deal people are trying to get you're trying to throw everything away on there you could have gave up with ten dollars and got that stand yeah i could have i guess marked it down a little bit like it's a nice stand it's just i didn't really see the dimensions fully until i was there and like i already drove out there um and it fit in the back of my car but because it's glass on the top, which I didn't realize, I was driving the whole time like this, just like boom, just for like a good like 20 minutes driving back uh, to Downingtown. Chris Pat, if we could uh, bleep that out, bleep Downingtown out. I'm joking, shout out to Downingtown. Um, so yeah, that was overall, it's a good stand. And that's been uh, one of the goals that I'm going to be end up doing is uh, getting more house appliances. So if anyone listening, there's a good deal on vacuum cleaners. You know what I'm yeah, looking man. for? Yeah. Is this your first home by yourself? Yeah. Well, asterisks on that. Um, when I li- after college, I moved back to New York, my grandmother's, 
uh, when I was doing the nightly show and my grandmother moved to Norristown because her condition was uh, dwindling and all that stuff. So for like a three month stretch, I had like the childhood apartment to myself before moving back to Pennsylvania. Um, but that mm. was, I didn't, that wasn't really, this is the first time it feels like, Oh, this is, I have. This is mine. My, yeah. yeah. And it's still renting technically, but yeah, it's, it's still a little bit of that it's, it's too big. It's too big. That's my one qualm with it. Too damn big. Um, but said, oh, that, she did say that. She did say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's a little too big, but uh, we're going to try to make it work for a few months. And if it it's a thing where it's like, ah, oh, man, I'm either spending too much money on this or I don't need this much space, then uh, I'll move. This is the first. So you get to walk around in the flesh. You get to uh, make as much noise as you want, doing what you want to do. Hey, there's still tenants downstairs, so I try to be considerate of them. But <laughs> but you ain't gotta you ain't gotta see them, really. You know? No, no. In terms of like the no clothes, yeah, most definitely that. Um, but in terms of noise volume, I try to be a little bit considerate. Um, uh, having them, I'm blasting John Jones highlights and all that stuff. It's like, all right, well, I'll I'll put it at a minimum volume. That's not the that's not the noise I'm talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that 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 too. That's maybe it's simultaneous thing. Um, that's. <laughs> You need background uh, music. Uh, some people they put on jazz. I put on uh, I put on Jacare Sosa highlights of uh, Strike Force Division. That sounds like another language to me. I have no idea anything that that means. Uh, you know, shouts to Jacare Sosa. He's one of the best middleweight uh, contenders uh, slash champions uh, to ever do it, and one of my go-to characters in the game. But we're not here to talk about just UFC and inside leg kicks and such. <laughs> We're here to talk about topics and things that have happened in the world. I don't know if you saw this in, in terms of uh, trials and tribulations. Uh, Uncle Joe Biden had a little slip, had a little slipperoo. <laughs> they say, How do you fall off a bike while it stopped? <laughs> Yo, I, I, I was about to say I've had that happen, but I have not. That would have been a lie. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I saw the footage, so I guess he was going on a bike ride um, this weekend, and in presidential fashion, he had the team around him and cameras around him, a little photo op, like, all right, I'm with it, I'm physical, I get down, then he got a little too down, um, he was, he parked the bicycle, and you know, like, when you have, like, a large motorcycle, and you have to, like, plant your feet down at a red light, because sometimes the weight of the motorcycle is a bit much to handle, the bicycle may have been a bit too much to handle because he got a little wobbly and uh, had a tumble. Had a tumble. I'm not sure if you saw the footage or not. Of course. I, if, if you can't handle a bicycle, can you handle the, the world, the country? That's. I'm sure it's a Fox News segment going on right now. <laughs> I'm positive of it. <laughs> Joe Biden doesn't know how to use kickstands. That means he doesn't know what to do with the economy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure of it. That is, that's a thing um yeah I mean, that's a that's a legitimate thing in some way people are very uh concerned about his uh not just his cognitive health but uh now a little bit the physical health a little bit uh he is on the older side i think he's technically the oldest president we've ever had right no i have no idea I th- they I all think... the same age every president like, always <laughs> held except for obama i know right yeah shout out to obama um they're <laughs> they're all like 85 plus i think because trump was definitely the oldest but i think biden has taken the reins on that one and the bike incident may have solidified that so okay, so is he does he run again for president or do we just be like, okay, Joe, go, you know, get your affairs in order. You know what I mean? It's kind of like- <laughs> go get your affairs in order. <laughs> uh 
yeah go get your chewable food in order sort of thing um i i can't imagine he runs again i can't imagine like in terms of like approval ratings and all that stuff the approval ratings are always generally down for like sitting presidents and all that stuff uh minus obama shout out to obama um but like i i can't imagine that a given kind of like what we see um with his interviews and kind of the slip-ups and the kind of the the increase of his decline or apparent decline that he would want to run again um let alone can run again i don't know if it would be like a jill biden or kamala takes the reins that's what i imagine i imagine kamala takes the reins yeah that has to be be if they didn't throw if they did not i'm saying this now if joe biden decided not to run and they did not put her up there to be the they will get no black women vote, period. You know what I'm thinking though? Like, what's the consensus on Kamala Harris though? Cause I don't think she's, it's not like she's like beloved and it's not like people see her as like she's doing anything. It's kind of, she's kind of in the background. She's the vice president. I think people think that she's the president. Like what, they, they, how it's set up is she's supposed to play the background. She's supposed to do her thing, but play the background. Yeah, but like, if you think like, if you think of like other background players, like even down to like Pence, Biden, when Obama was like their presence was known, it was like, oh, you, there's a vice president. Kamala Harris, I feel like we don't really, I, I don't know what Kamala Harris did last. I think the last thing I saw, she spoke at one of the kind of not the anti gun rallies, but she spoke of uh, gun violence in America. And I guess that was relatively recent, but it doesn't feel like she has a presence. Yeah, I guess I, I tried. You're right. You, I know you're right. Like I just said, we don't see her. I, I thought she's supposed to play the background, but if she's supposed to be out in the field more, then she's not doing that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. Like, honestly, I don't know because I've seen the criticism about that. Like, hey, she's not doing anything. But also, like, also, like, I remember when Barack was in office, Michelle was out front and she was doing a lot of things. And even true, oh, oh boy, Trump, his wife was even talking and giving speeches. She made his stealing people's speeches but she was out there giving speeches i don't see jill biden doing none of that yeah i I feel like the big thing i see with jill biden is like she'll be by his side like even down to like the they're asking him about something recently um i forgot forgot if it was like foreign affairs and like she was actively pulling him away like joe we gotta go like she said something along those lines um so I feel like that's kind of like, it's almost like, uh, for lack of better words, caregiver position, it kind of seems like, uh, with Joe Biden. Uh, uh, so like, that's that's what I'm seeing her as. Maybe I don't watch enough uh, coverage of it, but it seems like that's the primary role that she's taken. I'm sure, because they, they all have like a major cause that they address. I think hers is like teaching. I think she's a teacher. Yeah, I think it's teaching, but did you just call Jill Biden? You said Joe Biden is her client. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Kind of. It seems like there's like a PCA situation going on. Uh, so she, like, she get an hourly wage just to, just to feed him? <laughs> we got to raise, <laughs> raise the prices that we're paying for these home health aides. Um, yeah, that's the impression that I'm getting. But I, I can't imagine that he runs again. We Have we ever had that where a, a sitting president was just like, they didn't have to uh, resign or they weren't impeached. They're just like, I'm good. Like, I'm, I don't want to do this again. Some I'm rough old. four years. I don't know. I, you know. I don't know. And you know you know what? As we talk about it, <laughs> I, uh, I ran up on these, these um, anti-abortion dudes today. Like they were like, <laughs> they were like outside of a church, like 
save lives, don't kill fetuses. And I like pulled over him. It's like I videotaped and everything. Like, Wait, in Lancaster, like, you did this? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, uh, so, and what I realized about talking to these dudes is I don't know shit about politics. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, so like, <laughs> like, all right. And I say that because I don't see Jill and Kamala that much. But or is that because I'm just not in tune? I'm not in tap. I'm not tapped in. You know what I mean? Like, they're not making reels on Instagram. They're not making enough reels. Right. Uh, they're not uh, tweeting. Like, I don't follow them on Twitter. So like, I don't know what they. Maybe they are doing things. Maybe they are putting policies together. I have no idea. I have no idea because I don't. I'm not, I'm not like tapped in. But I feel like even even with the last two presidents, I wasn't tapped in. But I did know. So man, like maybe, I feel maybe, like maybe. <laughs> their presence were more known in the zeitgeist or pop culture a little bit. I feel um, maybe it's a strategic move of like, all right, well, if we are planning to have uh, Kamala Harris run for president, have it so there's no issues that arise as she's vice president. So it's like, what can you criticize her on if she didn't do anything? Then it's like, well, what can you criticize her on if she didn't do anything? Sort of thing. It's like, if you didn't really do anything, then what, what are we really basing uh, the candidacy on? That's the criticism, not doing anything. That's what I'm saying. It goes like both ways of like, if you're kind of, a, I, I, not that I, again, I'm not the most like political person either, but for me, it just feels... Uh, again, from a very outside perspective, that it's kind of a stagnant of like you're there, you're supporting role, and maybe that's kind of the idea. But it's like battle rap. Got to have that presence there. You could like have the rhymes there. You could have like the everything, the formula to be a good battle rapper. But if the presence isn't there, and same with comedy, it's almost like you, you kind of just you kind of get lost. And it kind of feels like that with Kamala. Do, does Kamala Harris have to like get some sort of uh, one-on-one sessions with some of our top battle rappers in the URL. Who you think she needs to talk to? Like who? <laughs> I'm thinking Goods right off the bat. Goods, she needs to talk to Goods, the animal. That's that's the right off the bat. He kind of has that presence. He do that slick talk. Um, yeah, maybe Gichi Gotti if she was like get a little thing with them. I don't know Gichi Gotti's political affiliation is, so I don't know if that's something he'd be agreeable to. Um, but it'd be cool for the culture. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Kamala's sitting down with a dude named Geechee Gotti. <laughs> I wish. All right, that's if she wants my vote. That's that's an automatic right there. You heard it here first. If you want Kurt Griffin's vote, sit down with the, the whole URL. He's, yeah. he's signed up. <laughs> if, if they hold the next debate and it's moderated by Smack. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That'd be fire. No lie. No that's... lie. You just literally, bro. That's, that's that's what they should do. They should literally incorporate stuff like that into these political things. Like, you, why you have Darren Rathers up there? Have smack, like have smack <laughs> up there. Like, All my candidates to the left, introduce yourself. Like, it would be so nice. It would be so nice. I'm Joe Biden, Main Street of <laughs> Delaware. <It's- laughs> and we got my other sister over there. Like, it's, it would be so nice. Um, tapping the youth. And also random 31-year-olds. Uh, <laughs> right. Very nice. Um, so we'll we'll see what, what end up, ends up happening uh, with it with uh, Kamala, uh, Joe Biden, and bikes. Um, but uh, yeah, make sure to wear your knee braces and your knee pads out while you're on these streets because you may end up on World Star Hip Hop. So good, man. That's that's so good. What else has been going on in the streets? I've been like off the 
grade a little bit. Oh, man. Well, what else has been happening in the streets, man? Well, we got some major music releases. Uh, Jersey Drake. Oh, yeah. Jersey Drake uh, dropped a, a, I don't know if it was a surprise album. Someone told me on Friday that it came out, so it may have been a surprise, but maybe he told people on Tuesday. Um, that sounds like it would be one of his albums, like told people on Tuesday. Um, but yeah, he released an album on Friday. And um, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to it. Um, I, I'm, I'm not going to criticize it's not really a hip-hop album i've listened right. to half of it it's at this point and you kind of expect it from drake at this point it's not really it's 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 like an r&b slash um i was miss, yeah a little bit yeah it's like a little bit of house element to it and uh i always go into drake albums expecting rhymes and halfway through i'm like why did i expect that why did i expect rhymes what's my what there's clearly a pattern here that that's not really his, his thing as much um so if you're into that type of music, it could be cool. It could be a kind of a wavy thing. Um, the one that got me, the one that um, I grew to be pretty excited about were uh, Vinyl Days by Logic. Uh, he releases album. He like came out of retirement, uh, pulled a jig of man, um, and it was uh, it was good. I actually I listened to that whole album while cruising around looking for different lifestyle wipes and Target, and it was it was a good album. All right, so let's go one album at a time. Yeah, Drake's album. Drizzy. Um, I don't know what y'all be like. You said I don't know why y'all expect. I have no idea. Like I, I don't know what people expect from Drake. He just put out a rap album last year. He's not known to drop albums every year. Hmm. Did, what, like, is, what did he? Oh yeah, he did drop the one with the pregnant one. Yeah, that's right. That was less than a year ago. That was in September, huh? It, yeah. When you drop an album less than a year ago and people don't remember it, it's a lot. Uh, yeah, that's. Yeah, I don't really remember much from it. I remember listening to it. I remember I was in Washington, D.C. I put it on, but I I don't recall it being released. Certified Lover Boy, that's what it was. Yeah, so yeah. that's the one who was beefing with Kanye and all that stuff on. Probably. No, it might be Certified Lover Boy. Yeah, that's the one who was beefing with Kanye on. Because um, Kanye dropped the album right around the same time. That's but, right, um, yeah. But Drake's phenomenal. He's a great rapper. He's a great artist. He's a good singer. He's phenomenal, <laughs> right? What his albums are not. And I honestly, when it comes, I didn't listen to this one yet, but I already know going into this one, I'm not expecting rap. I guarantee you, I'm gonna like this album. You are for gonna what, like the album. I am because right. for what it is, it's probably a dope they, a, a dance thing. It's probably like a dope summer riding around with the top down it's probably like it's not it's not i'm not going into this looking for dope rap mm. i mean i'm going to looking for like oh this song feels good is, is that what you get jiggy to do you get jiggy to house music i get jiggy to all kinds of music mm. so if he's telling if jake if drake's telling us like yo this is not a rap album it's something different then let it be something different people i think people really got mad at him because he's not spitting bars you know what i mean oh yeah like like, like bruce pass it like hotline playing that's a good <laughs> It's a good song. It was like number one forever, but it's not like barred up. You know what I mean? So this whole album is. Probably- <laughs> I don't know how much producer Pat likes that song. He's like, it rules. <laughs> right. It's, it's so a good like, song. You get it. So but that's what I'm saying. This whole album is like probably it's probably like how long I'm playing. I didn't hear it yet. I'm, I'm gonna try tonight. Not tonight. I got shit to watch. But um, <laughs> maybe tomorrow. But um, yeah. That's how I, I already know that like I'm gonna like it. Because it's not Drake barred up trying to be, it's just, it's just something different, something good. So I mean, if Drake put out like, it's like Kanye's gospel album. It's a gospel album. He's not gonna be up there 
talking about something crazy. This is something different. And yeah. I think people are just people are just mad about that. I think I, I could definitely appreciate uh different type of music and different uh types of music from artists that do one particular type of music. Um I think for me because we associate Drake with hip hop so heavily uh that you by default expect it. So it's like, oh, new Drake album. He's going to like rap. And then it's like, oh, wait, but he doesn't really do that on his albums that much, even like from the first album, um, which is crazy thing. Like the, I think the last time, what was that album? Uh, like um, nothing was the same. I think that was the last time it was like a full blown hip hop album. Yeah. I think the, the six album probably afterward a little bit. Um, yeah, but he, he doesn't, he's, it's mainly singing. It's a lot of a uh, like type music, um, which is it's fine. It's just yeah. not necessarily something that I get excited about. Yeah, I think people are going to Drake. They're going to like it's like going to McDonald's and expecting like fresh seafood. You know what I mean? It's like you're not <sighs> you're not getting what y'all think y'all getting. You're going to get something different. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, the I, thing I, that muddles it up though is that like if McDonald's did release like hot seafood once in a while. It was like they have a record for like releasing like notable seafood music or it's like a oh, seafood music <laughs> notable boat music the mick crab and the crab witch um if they were known for that i'd be like oh maybe i could expect this when i go there uh whereas drake he he can rap he can't he can rap so sometimes it's like ah oh, i kind of I, I miss i miss the rapping of drake the filet of fish was fire the filet of fish is pretty good Oh, I don't eat McDonald's, but when I did, the filet was pretty good. So, like, I think that's what that is. People are like expecting top tier seafood from Drake to be giving the niggas filet of fish. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just, I think that you should. People should know. Like, he put an album out less than a year ago. I knew this, when I first heard when I first heard he dropped the album. I was like, that was that was too quick for Drake. And now when I'm seeing the the reviews, I'm like, oh, because it's, it's not the same. It's different. He's doing something yeah. different. It's like when Snoop Dogg did the whole. Uh, sensual yeah. seduction album yeah yeah you know like yeah andre 2000 hits the whole the little speaker box love below album that wasn't just him barred up you know what i mean yeah yeah we're gonna, no, we're gonna, I, we're gonna look back we're gonna look back there's gonna be bangers on there i guarantee you bangers like wedding day bangers type stuff you know what uh, I mean? maybe uh maybe some other artists should do that like if, Re <laughs> if reba mcintyre she comes out with the album and then wants like switch it up for like the second half of the year Maybe she switches up and does a little hip hop. Now, the streets feel about that. I think the streets might want that. The streets might need a re meet Reba McIntyre slash. That'd be nice. On some Travis Scott beats or something like that. That would be fire. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I could just imagine the three Miss Yellett features that she's able to get and how crazy those would be. I actually, I wouldn't mind this. I say it jokingly, but I fully welcome it, Reba McIntyre. If you want to get some bars in, oh, I joke contain two stuff. And the uh, second, <laughs> Never heard that second, one. second album, Logic, Logic, man. That one is so this one, uh, exceeded expectations. Like, Logic is cool, I always like the stuff. Um, but there's times where I just haven't really like, like when he because he comes out with so much, or at least he was, where I wasn't checking for every one of them. And uh, shout out to my buddy Alex, shot me a message about it. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a full listen. This is one of the few albums where the second half, uh, was better than the first. I feel like one of my big things with a lot of albums and a lot of like content is that the first half is packed with the bangers and just the quality content. 
they want this to keep one listening. Is, they, want you, they want you to get on, keep listening. Yeah, I feel like it's like you're it's almost like permissible in a way of like, oh, okay, well, your attention span is going to drop off by the second half anyway. So maybe we're going to put more of the B slash C elements there. This one, it felt like after like the first half was good, but like after like track nine, it was like track for track, just everything was crazy. Um, so I highly recommend that one, man. That was it was it's called Vinyl Days. Good album, man. Um, I imagine it's probably his last one, but who knows? It seems like he's he's got some more stuff in him. Why do you think it's his last one? Well, because he retired. And at the end of this album, he makes, he's, he like does, you know, like rappers will do the credits, like where they just shout out people that we have no idea who they are. Yeah. It was like a full like six minutes of like, what up, Linda? Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've seen you in promotions. <laughs> Darrell, you're not going to do it without you, Darrell. <laughs> France, you'd be on some bullshit. You know, I love you though. Like, it's a lot of that. Um, so it seemed like a, a bit of a send-off, but uh, I'd welcome it if he, he released a new album. Why did he retire the first time? Well, according to this album, he was saying he was unmotivated. Uh, so, but I, I don't know if that was actually the reason. Uh, maybe yeah. yes. And how uh, long was he going for? Probably like two, three years. It was oh, long. So, going yeah. to, going to, oh, so more than the pandemic, like longer than the pandemic. Yeah, no, like pre-pandemic sort of thing, which like... How long did it take for Jay-Z to come back? Black Album came out 2004. Kingdom Come came out probably like 2007. Mm. So probably about three years. Yeah. Yeah, so that could happen. So uh, Logic is a really talented rapper. Really, okay. really talented rapper. Okay. I feel like you know where I'm going. I do. But it's not, allow, you allow, it's not it's for not, me. It's not for me. It's, I, you know what, man? I had the Logic album on my phone. Listen to it. It's good, but it just doesn't keep me entertained. It doesn't keep me. Like, I'm not going to go back and keep listening to it. You know what I mean? Mm. I, I can appreciate it. Like he, he's he's just, like it's so crazy that somebody can be really good at what they do and just just not doesn't move me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's it's fine. I just I just won't. This one yeah. I'm not even. I'm cool. Off. I just Bro, that's how I feel about share. Like that's that's a, like some people. It's like wow, you're clearly very good at this, but for whatever reason, I'm listening to Abba instead um yeah that's that's the thing i feel like a lot of times uh that's the take on technically good white rappers that people have of like people who recognize like an lp like run the jewels i've heard people say like oh yeah like he's good but he doesn't do it for me yeah um are your boy macklemore or jack harlow i know you love the two um, but a lot of times people will say like oh man i know alan loves these rappers but they just don't do it for me. They don't engage me in the way that Alan Massenburg uh, blasts them in his car. <laughs> now, Macklemore, I rock, I rock with Macklemore. You know that, but I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about Mister. Uh, what do you What do you say? I don't. I don't care if you're in a frat. You can't alpha me. <laughs> you know, you say you don't like him, yet you quote him the most out of anyone that I know. You quote they, Jack you Harlow like a lot. You know what's funny? I'm quoting the same song. <laughs> I'm quoting all the bad lyrics from that stupid Fergie song. You just have it on repeat. Sounds the radio like... station's got it on repeat because he's white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I've that uh that's the first class song, right? The first class up in the town. Isn't that you have it as your ringtone, huh? <laughs> <laughs> to, to even admit that I have a ringtone is wild. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I can't. If I listen to Logic, it's going to be a couple of days from now. But yeah, it's just, 
I, I really like his free, I like his freestyle. They're, he's cool. It just don't speak to me. Mm. Like, like I'm still listening to Kendrick's drum. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I blast that all the time. Like, yeah. it's like, it speaks to me. It's like what I want to hear. It's just like, I don't know how to explain it. It moves me. Harlow and Logic, they don't, it doesn't move me. They, they make good music. I'm not knocking them, but it's just, it's not for me, you know? Oh. Well, I think it's important to recognize uh, when you appreciate something, uh, you could appreciate it, but not necessarily like it. I think that's a totally fine thing to have. Yeah, like, um, it's cool. Like, I know people eat tomatoes and love them, just not for me. Oh, that's, that's an interesting example. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> gotta pull that out of nowhere. <laughs> With yeah. that, man. Um, let's get into let's get into some. Uh, I'm gonna let you decide. You want to get into goals? You want to get into problem suggestions? I want to do goals because I got goals. Go let's get into some goals. goals. I thought of this goal this past week after doing what I I did at the festival. Um, uh, before like the host of the festival like, a couple of years ago, they had Dion Cole, and they like they like get like the top comedians to like host the thing mm. and i told the the co-creator of the festival i told her the day i was leaving i said i now have a new goal i was like i want to come back and host this one day like nice. i want to be one of them bulls that you'd be like yo he's been on this he's been on that give some credits and stuff and i want to host the american black film festival comedy showcase that's that's that's, that's my new goal it's a long-term goal damn you, know? you bring but a finalist to your show have them do a guest spot before they perform on Friday, that could totally be a thing. No, yeah, I'm saying like awesome. if you're if you're a host and sort of thing, like you could just have like you then give the opportunity to other people. That's no, a viable exactly. thing, man. It's a exactly. it's one of the longer term goals that we've had. Uh, I believe in you, man. I think that could be a thing. Long term yeah, goals that could be rad. Yeah, it was some. It was after after performing there. I just want to go back. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I want to go back and be around all that. That black love and creators, it was just filmmakers, writers, producers, everything, everybody from like CBS, Netflix, everybody, mm-hmm. everywhere. From people like you and I. So it's just like, I want to go back, and that's a goal that uh I want to host that one day. Like I say you can host after Jack Harlow's year. <laughs> you know what's funny? You know what's funny? Thanks. You know what's funny? <laughs> before before you do your goal, one of the comedians, so they had they they had they asked us for our um our music, our, our walking out music, whatever. And I pick I pick Kendrick Lamar, right? And my man, my man Rob, he picked Jack Carlo Fergie's song, uh, right? And yeah. he told me, he told me the night before, because we, we did the improv the night before it. He was picking, he was picking the music he wanted to come out to. And he was like, "I'm gonna come out to Jack Carlo." And I was like, "Bro, you can come out to that here, but you better not come out to Jack Harlow at the American <laughs> Black Film Festival. Like, do not." So he, he ended up changing the songs to like some Earth, Wind, and Fire or something. And it was- <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how much that saved him. Of like, no, it was perfect because the audience was like, he came out and was like dancing to it. And they was all like, hey, it was perfect. Yeah. If he came out to Jack Harlow, they would have ripped him to shreds, yo. <laughs> I feel like because that's like, that's a statement music right there. Like if you come up with a Jack Harlow thing, it's a, uh, you come up to like Jack Harlow, <laughs> It's very much like a notable, like on the audience mind. You want to come up with something that's like, oh, it's cool, you're grooving to it, but you're still thinking of the comic. Whereas right. if you come out to something like that, it's like, oh, well, why they come out to that? And then you have to address it. And then it's like when you go on stage, you dance too much. It's right. like, all right, well, now I got to address the whole, like, I did a split. Like, it's so that's perhaps a good call uh, on your end as a peer to, to let them know that. Yeah, 
because it was perfect to me. He changed his mind. All right. So what do you what do you got? What's your goal? Uh, so I had a goal. Uh, I'm going to switch it up, though. Uh, so uh, this this weekend, like I mentioned, um, I was doing some furniture uh, shopping um, at Goodwill. And um, I, I was I was looking for a table at Goodwill. I was like, all right, the table is something you can't. There's no bed bugs and tables. Right. Um, uh, let's see what kind of tables they got. Um, I wasn't able to find a table, unfortunately. Um, oh, oh, he's going to get bed bugs. No yeah, man. Um, what I did find, uh, I was able to find something that I think may uh, be a goal, uh, at least something. Uh, Bruce Pat suggests Dr. Seuss. No, but close. Um, something that I'm curious just to integrate into comedy, uh, just to try, try, try it out and see what it is. Um, I, I was able to find uh, my good buddy, Darius. Uh, <laughs> Darius, what's going on, man? I'm chilling, bro. How you feeling? Well, you know, I'm kind of just doing the podcast. I know you've been listening on stuff. Oh, I've been listening. So I've been, <laughs> I've been playing around with Darius for, <laughs> for a better part of the weekend. Um, and uh, I don't know if I'm going to bring Darius on stage, but perhaps you better bring me on stage. One of the short-term goals that I have is to bring Darius on stage <laughs> at, at open mic. I, I'm always a proponent of something. If it gives you joy, no matter how ridiculous it is, try it out in some way. And, uh, oh, you've been having fun with me, right? I have been. So I'm going <laughs> to... I may bring Darius on stage and uh, see what that's like. Darius probably got bed books, man. <laughs> Why are you disrespecting? I ain't got bed books. Why? Because I got a dirty shirt. You think I got bed books? <laughs> but you want some the, bullshit. I, I think the funniest part to me is that you you can't do ventriloquism. <laughs> or is that what it's called? Ventriloquism? What are you talking about? I know, I know ventriloquism. <laughs> I'm not moving my mouth at all. Oh, no. What you say, what? Yeah, I still got to work on that element of it, but <laughs> no, I think I think if you were to take him on stage, that would be way funnier. Is the fact you can't do it. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I'm heading out, but see, you guys, uh, but that's one. Of the, <laughs> I've been having a, a fun with Darius, my roommate. He was picking up his last few things, and I put him on Darius on the couch, and uh, I, I didn't warn my roommate that Darius was on the couch, and apparently he gave him a fright. Uh, so I've I've turned to the baby. <laughs> it's, I've uh, I've turned a very uh, perhaps uh, some would say unfortunate phase, uh, some would say a unique phase, uh, some would say exciting phase. But um, I'm I've been having fun with Darius, so um, the goal is to bring Darius on to an open mic uh, at least once, just to try that out. Oh, that is hilarious! Oh man, I think you should do it, and I don't think you should try to learn how to keep your mouth. <laughs> I think you should just talk regular, like maybe even open your mouth wider. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Darius. I just don't, don't open Darius' mouth. I just move my mouth the whole time. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah, I didn't realize oh, well, how fun that was going to be. <laughs> uh, yeah, you should take a, if it's that if it gives you that much joy, just, just try it and see. That's no. just hilarious. You got to like this book bag or something. You can't like carry it. You got to like surprise. I, just pull it out. I have a stroller. I have a $99 stroller for my $3 puppet. Uh, and then I'm going to try to bring it out. See how it is. Bro, that is hilarious. Where'd you get the name from? I just from my heart. Just my heart. You know what's wild? So Darius definitely had a sister at the Goodwill shop. And I didn't get the sister. I unpaired Darius and a sister. I know. Oh. I, I feel weird about it too. Uh, but but I was like, all right, well, I'm I'm just I'm gonna be getting a bunch of different items for the house. 
of just like, all right, I just have like puppets all over the place. I still feel weird about it. I have a little bit of a, a hang up, but um, yeah, Darius, he has a new home. He has a new hand. Um, so yeah, that's Darius is in the building. I can't believe you only adopted one. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it speaks a lot to my character in some way. I, I spent like a good, like four minutes debating, like, do I want to get her as well? And I didn't. And I think the cashier was kind of like, yo, play, you're not going to get her as well. <laughs> like, you can tell like there's a little bit of a, who knows, maybe after this, I'll swing by Goodwill. She's $3. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I, I could, for whatever reason, I couldn't justify it at the time. I was just like, oh, you don't, you don't, you're, you're having a weird emotional attachment because you feel they're brother and sisters and not just puppets um and then now i feel now that i've gotten to know darius a little bit and know some of his ins and outs i feel like i may have kind of snubbed his sister a little bit mainly his ends because that's where you got to put your hand oh my goodness yeah very true yeah. <laughs> he's got a rad shirt though i would wear that shirt that is so good what else is going on in the in the news cycle bro honestly i've not been paying attention to news you know usually i'm like oh let me send the topics over i've been so like preoccupied with just mundane life stuff between like work uh mind games and and uh just uh, general uh life stuff that i i've not been uh, uh focused on the news so yeah. I, I was aware that this was a this week was not a news uh slash uh external uh, week on my end which was fine did a show yesterday with andy malfarina um which was cool um shout out to did, marshall what's up you you did a june team show <laughs> yeah with our, with our white homie andy Malfarina. <laughs> yeah man it was <laughs> so good <laughs> it was like at uh i don't know if you remember like um i don't I, well, you know you don't really did a lot of comedy like in allentown but there's like a nightclub called like chicago and like they have like jim jones come by and like beanie Siegel and all that and they did a comedy show during the daytime with a brunch. Uh, it was fine. I had fun with it. Um, it was like, it was, it's what you expect. It was like a low, uh, low energy situation where like the people were like game, but it was very low energy. Yeah. And I went into it knowing that. So once you kind of recognize and embrace that, you're able to have fun with it. So that was a cool time. Um, I want to give a shout to Nate, um, our buddy Nate Marshall. He has a show out at the, the pet shop in Jersey City um which i've always heard of never actually went out there that was a blast man that was a cool time and that was one like got to see so many people that i haven't seen in a while uh annie malfrina showed up again uh he was there prior um megan gets showed up out of nowhere sort of thing it was it was a pleasant time shout out to jason he dropped off my suit i'm gonna be i'm gonna be in his wedding um but like it was it was a nice time it was it, jersey city was a cool spot that's a fire show yeah um i've done it when I first heard it, when I first like pet shop, what are we doing around animals? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, but it's, just, cool. it's in the basement, of, like a bar type situation on like a popping ass like area of Jersey City. Like, it was, yeah, they like get people to, like come in and it's like very like dimly lit. It's all like intimate but packed out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was cool. It was I would definitely go there again. It was took the trip out to to it felt like pretty much New York because it was it's right it's adjacent to it, but didn't have to pay the toll, so that was kind of a nice thing. So shout out yeah. to Jersey. No, yeah, Jersey, yeah, Jersey City, they got their own little comedy scene. And you know what's funny? I was talking to some New York cats about this. Like, there's Jersey City community that just don't cross the bridge or don't <laughs> just don't cross the river. They just rock out in Jersey City all the time. You know what I mean? It's like, we got our own thing out here. We got our own. We just, a lot of them just, you know, 
you're so close to it just like not it's uh hey shout out to harrisburg we got some like we got some central pa fellas that uh don't really come out to philly because it's like all right well we have this and we're cool with it we still get people to come out that's that's like two hours it's like a two-hour drive yeah the jersey city to new york is like you could take a train that's like being in downtown not going to Paoli. I, don't know. I was like, what's your geographical reference going to be? Paoli was pretty good. <laughs> Paoli was good. So. <laughs> Shout out to Chesterbrook. <laughs> yeah, so I, I would definitely go out there again. It's wild, like, because when, whenever, I'll, I'll speak for myself, whenever I have these things where it's like I have like a large drive, especially on a Thursday after work, yeah. it's like, oh, I got to be in rush hour. And like, there's part of you like dreads to travel. And not so much a show because you're like, oh, that's going to be cool. You get to see some friends. But like you kind of like dread the anticipation of it. Yeah. And it's like when you're there, it's like, especially like in a city, it's like, oh yeah, actually, I forgot that I like cities. I don't like driving and parking in cities, but I like cities. I like being around in a city, especially after doing well at a show. Mm. It's like, oh yeah, I'm surrounded by people. I'm I'm feeling kind of like the man right now. I may break out a little high five to a stranger. I may yeah. have done that at least once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that vibe after you crush a show everyone's still there sometimes feel better than the show sometimes not because like the suburbs like you'll have that like you do well and it's like all right you're the venue whatever but people leave whereas like you're in like in a city it just it feels like it just kind of carries on for a little bit longer yeah did a show like in bethlehem literally the night before at the ice house and shout out to that show it was really cool did well did something new went well you already know the feeling that comes with that and then it was kind of like all right well now i'm driving back to downingtown Whereas yeah. Jersey City, I was like, all right, walk around for a little bit. <laughs> Hang out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you feel like strangers are looking at you in a favorable fashion because it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, clearly I just did something phenomenal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a good feeling, man. It's a, it's, a, it's a great feeling. That's why, like, in New York, you have the people hang out four in the morning, bro. Like, That's a little too much for me. Yeah. That's a little Maybe too they, much. That's, yeah, they, need, I, they need to go back inside after that. I, I don't do that. But they, they, be, they be doing that. You know what I'm saying? For real. But yeah, man. What do you uh what do you have coming up? Today oh, is Oh yeah, show wise. Uh Monday. Today's Monday. Yeah. Today's, yeah, today's Monday, uh June twentieth. Yeah. So so do I have anything this week? Well, July twelfth, Philly's funniest. That's um that's on a Tuesday at seven o'clock show. Feel free to come through for that. Uh my buddy Jason's getting married on the fifteenth. Shouts Jason, I'm gonna have a nice time uh shouts jason's bachelor party on 25th we're gonna have a nice time for that i have a so two shows that could have been uh or not because they align on both those days um what is i feel like there's an oh in august doing music fest the their comedy plots uh so that should be cool the, what uh what, what days are you doing it i'm doing the 12th and 13th the seven o'clock and nine o'clock show on the 12th and then on the 13th they haven't announced it yet i'm probably on like because there's like the main show and there's a kid-friendly show i'll probably do the kid-friendly show i imagine i'm probably on it so yeah that should be a cool one i will also be at music fest hey. but, on the, but on august 5th and 6th ah you'll be there with uh, shane o'connor then oh nice those yeah, I, I gotta i gotta hit up shane too i might i might go to philly on wednesday oh nice but yeah um yeah because the the 12th and 13th that's you know i go to outer banks every year or whatever so like oh that's right oh that's right okay that's the yeah, actually this year we're not going to outer banks we're going to do myrtle beach instead for some reason i'm not 100 sure but Is that um, maryland where's myrtle why does that sound familiar it's like south carolina man oh yeah it's a hike yeah oh, how fun it's a far drive <laughs> but uh 
but yeah, so I will be doing that this Friday. I got the Mickey's Black Box. Oh, shit, that is this. Okay, you know, I was thinking like there was something, and that's for, oh, that's 24th. 24th, yeah. Friday. I'm going to try to move some stuff around. I like it. Okay. No, not, not because of that, because I actually wanted to go to it. But then I, yeah. I also double booked myself for a movie night with Nathan and Ethan. Shout out to Nathan and Ethan. We have, we got kind of, have, we're going to watch uh, a league of, league of our own. Um, but yeah, I actually kind of wanted to come out to this. I was, damn, I wish I like wrote it down on the calendar. But you're going to have fun with that. That is a very cool venue. Yeah. Um, who else? Avery Quinn is on it. Uh, who Avery, else is on it? Michael Donald, Josh Kuderna from Maryland. There's somebody else, and um, I don't remember, but it was somebody. There's somebody else on there, but it, yeah. it's like it's like me and like five white dudes. Oh, it's uh, gonna be, it's gonna be a wrap on on. Um, yeah, I didn't. I, I don't know if I talked about out of towners or not. It went well. I forgot if we like had a discussion on it. It did go well. I think we did talk about it already. Yeah, we, think um, we did. The Mickey Black Box Theater, though, I feel like that's a good place for like musicians. Like right. I feel like that, not just like in terms of musical acts, but like comedy that do music because it's like a music theater as well so like hopefully we'll see some more music acts on there as well yeah you know hopefully i want to get a i want to see if I can record something see if i can did you record your set on friday i couldn't but i think it's going i think they recorded it and gonna put it put it out or something like put it on oh. uh they got like an app it's called abff play okay and that's where my performance was when i did you mean you couldn't you couldn't record it though you couldn't like like you physically couldn't record it or yeah, I like I didn't I couldn't put a camera anywhere. Like where would I like oh, yeah. where would I yeah. set it up? Like I was backstage in like green room and like some theater type thing. I didn't, I had yeah. yeah I got that. There's too much going on. I couldn't I could not fathom trying to set up make sure my camera was right before the best performance of my life. Like I, the most important like, I couldn't not not that wasn't yeah, worry about don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah. take care of it. Yeah, I mean nice, I had I had some big names in comedy tell me they thought I was funny. Mm. that's a good thing man. very good thing. damn i was hoping you bump into monique i was truly hoping that that would happen <laughs> you, you know who i did bump into though uh diallo riddle diallo riddle i don't diallo I riddle is the co-creator of Southside. okay oh he's chicago the, yeah, yeah he's the uh the light-skinned attorney bull or not the attorney uh, he's running for like office or something like alderman or something oh damn yeah, yeah. So I bumped into him. He was really, really cool dude. He, and he liked what I did. So, oh yeah, might see me on Southside one day. Uh, right, might see you on a few different things, man. Uh, right, like yeah, yeah. Black Box Theater this Friday. Uh, myself, I'll be uh, at Ethan's probably. Um, <laughs> you'll see me in these streets. Uh, we're out here, man. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, and uh, if you have any suggestions or anything that you'd like to uh, spread around, uh, feel free to reach out to us. Yeah, we out here. Peace. Peace.